Welcome to the Know, Like, Trust podcast for real estate professionals. In this podcast, you'll discover what it takes to establish know, like, and trust, and connect with the right people for success in real estate. If you're a marketing strategist, real estate agent, or another professional in the real estate space, and you're interested in building a referral-based business, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, Betty Russo and Christine George. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the No Like Trust podcast. I'm Christine George. And I'm Betty Russo. Today, we're thrilled to be talking with award-winning Florida realtor, Sue Pinky Benson. Thank you, Sue, for joining us. We are honored to have you here. I am super excited to be with my friends today. How are how are you guys? Oh my God. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, God. amazing. So, so excited. So for those of you that don't know Sue, shall we call you Sue or Pinky? You know what? I always say you can call me either one, whatever you're more comfortable with, but just don't call me Susan because I will not respond. Okay. We won't do that. <laughs> so we'll flip back and forth maybe. So for those of you that don't know Sue, you need to... She is recognized internationally, both for her signature color and for her video real estate marketing. Pinky has been using video to sell homes for more than a decade. She was an early adopter of the technology into the industry, when, uh, which she credits with helping sell millions in residential real estate every year. While she actively sells real estate, she also uses her experience and skills to help other real estate agents build their brands and businesses. Sue, I love that about you. I've noticed that you seem to be all over helping your fellow agent, um, but I have to say just watching what you do and how you market yourself is a lesson in itself. Oh, that's very nice of you. Oh my Thank gosh. You're you um, definitely one to follow. It's, I love what you do. I think that, you know, the the biggest hurdle a lot of times for agents, especially newer agents that might be coming into the industry is that, you know, the idea of the brand, you know, and it's like, yeah, like for me, you know, I'm represented by a giant red, white, and blue balloon. Um, but it's more than just that is my brand. You, you as an individual agent will have a brand. And the overwhelming part is that, you know, you're not a brand just because you wear one color one day. Like I've had to wear pink for like almost 15 years now to be, mm -hmm. you know, called pinky. And it's not about my hair color or the car color that I drive. It's a consistency throughout everything. And I think that a lot of people don't understand, like, that's the power of brand. Like you, it has mm -hmm. to be a consistency over a period of time that you have to do it. Same thing with video. You have to keep doing it to get there. Absolutely. And you know, you, you definitely speak from experience on that. I mean, your branding with your pink, I, I, you take it to, to the highest level. I mean, I've seen your car. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your car and it's awesome. I love it. So yeah, so part of our mission with the No Like Trust pod podcast is to help other agents become the best that they can be. And uh, teaching other agents what we've learned just helps the entire industry. Oh, yeah, for de definitely. I would I would think that, you know, anybody that's out there listening, I hope that they do take away nuggets, you know, and that anything that you can learn, you can always learn something new. Yeah, yeah. So now, Sue, you're also a keynote speaker on the topics of video and social media in real estate. You've presented at industry-leading conferences such as Inman Connect, Remax World Conference, Boomtown Unite, Bomb Bomb, and the Florida Realtor Conference. And you've been featured on Fox, CBS, and NBC for your video and social media marketing skills. Wow. Uh, you were named Top Bomb Bomb Real Estate Video Influencer. I remember that. 
<laughs> wow. A couple <laughs> years in a row, I think. Yeah, it was a couple years in a row. Yeah. So it's, but again, you know, again, it's not, it's something that has taken years to do. And, and that's why it's like this pandemic has been really amazing in some ways because it's really pushed the everyday agent that I call, you know, agents that are out there working every single day in the industry. It's pushed them to either embrace video or run away from it. Because if you didn't do a video during the pandemic, I don't know what you were doing to sell a house because we all had to get outside of our comfort zone and figure out how we were going to continue our business. And I think a lot of agents realize the power of video, or at least I hope they did, mm -hmm. um, to, to be able to maximize it in some way, shape or form, you know, no, I mean, I think, I think when it comes to video, people get really overwhelmed by the idea of like, I don't like the way I look, or I don't like the way I sound. And it's like, oh, please just, you need to push that aside. That's your ego talking to you. You know, like you are who you are, like people you're out with clients every day. So they see, and they talk to you every day. So that that's one thing, you know? Um, but you know, I think that it's, it's more about the power of educating your client. And when they see that you're comfortable doing that, it's going to build a much stronger no like and trust element. Um, so that's why I think, you know, if you haven't done video, I don't, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to get out there and turn that camera on and, and do something, whether it's a TikTok video or it's an unbranded walkthrough video of a home you're selling. Yeah. I mean, you're hundred percent right. And you do it so magnificent, magnificently and so different from everybody else. And you're, you're 100% right. Like, you know, I work with 160 agents at leading edge and I have seen more of them step up in the last 18 months than ever before, because they realize that the, the train left. And when the lights went out with COVID, they, they had to get on that train quick. Um, otherwise they weren't going to be able to survive because everything went virtual in an instant. Um, so now the idea I think is just trying to get them, you know, comfortable and more skilled at it. I feel like, um, but I want to like, I want to kind of turn the conversation back to you, Sue, because I think your experience with video and sort of how you got started in Naples and how you've become so successful is a, it's a really good story for people to hear. Um, so I'm going to take us back to, you know, when you, be, when you came to Naples, so you actually didn't start your career in Naples. You and your family moved there a few years back from, I think it was Tampa. Is that right? Yeah, it was actually North of Tampa. It's a small area, um, very rural. Um, and I was a successful agent there. I was about mm, probably seven, six, seven years into my career as an agent. And, um, you know, I was, I was already using video when I was in Spring Hill. I was in Spring Hill when, when Facebook first came out, I was like one of the very first people in Spring Hill to have Facebook. And it was so funny because I remember my husband, my broker, they were like, what are you doing with this Facebook thing? You know? And then I got them all on it. And, uh, then I, then I started incorporating the video. And again, I have to tell you, this is, this is like nearly 15 years ago when I was doing video and the, the sounds that I heard then were, what is, what is she doing? What, what does she right. think she's doing? Right. What does she think she is? You know? And I just kind of said, you know what, this is, the way it's going. You know, Katie Lance, our friend Katie Lance, I'd met her for the first time and she was talking about video back then when there was just Twitter and Facebook, there was no Instagram, there was no, you know, platforms for this, you know, no podcasting, you know, it was, it, so, you know, it was a completely different thing 15 years ago. Um, so yeah, so I started there and I was a successful agent and, 
you know, I mean, I think life happens, right? Like when, when you have your eye on the ball and then all of a sudden you're like, what just happened over there? And, um, my, my husband, Josh, who I'll talk about frequently because he is now my business partner. Um, he, he and I are our third child Sawyer, um, had a very rare disease that was undetectable and it's very hard to diagnose and, um, it's incurable. And, um, by the time they had gone around to being able to figure out what was going on with him, um, he passed. And so we lost Sawyer in 2015. Um, and that was a very major, um, moment in our lives in which, you know, you kind of look around and you say to yourself, okay, where am I in life and where do I want to be in life? And what do I want for my other children? And that kind of was like, you know what, I, I don't want to be here anymore. Like I, I had never anticipated that my entire life was going to take place in Spring Hill. I'd actually moved there because my parents were there and they were helping me to raise my children. You know, they were there as, you know, as any grandparents are, you know, to help with the daycare and things of that nature. And my kids were older, um, at that point. And so, you know, after we lost Sawyer, it was kind of that, that aha moment of, you know what, I, I don't want to stay here. And this is, this is the moment. And I have to say that, like, I had my grief blinders on. And if anybody who's ever, you know, suffered through grief and understands it, you know, you get the the blinders and, you know, a lot of times we'll, as agents, we'll even say to clients that have just lost someone, well, maybe you don't want to sell your house right now because, because they need like a year or two to kind of figure out what they want to do. And because I had my blinders on, I didn't realize what I was up against. Like I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Yeah. I just was like, I, I want to get out of here and I want to start over and I, I want to do it on my terms. And that's what we did. And can I say that that was probably <laughs> the best thing? Um, I, I think for my life, it was the best thing. But like I said, I mean, I had a lot of naysayers again, you know, my parents being like, what are you doing? Are you crazy? You're walking away from this? Like, you know, like yeah. they, they, they just thought, you know, what, how could you do this? You know? And and um, that, for me, it was the right decision for us, for the family. Um, so we moved to Naples um, six years ago, I think it was, and um, started over from scratch. And my husband was not my partner at that point. He was still in the banking industry. And um, I started over and it was it was, it's very, it's very hard. You come into an area where I had gone from a place where there were like say 400 agents in the whole County to a place where I think I could just like walk out the door and I could just like go into any grocery store, any restaurant and say, Hey, who's a real estate agent here. And I think the whole place would like raise their hands. Yeah. Like everybody has their license in Naples to sell real estate. It's insane. Hmm, and can I do, you this? know, and then my price point, I went from selling like 150,000, $200,000 houses um, uh, you know, to the 200,000 might get you a condo in Naples if we're on a good day, you know? So yeah. it was a completely Dude. different, you know, I had to learn, like, for example, there are 67 counties in Florida and Naples has their own contract. Like every other County uses the same Florida contracts, but Naples has their own. So there yeah. was not only like, you know, just learning about doing condos, there was learning about doing new contracts and then having to figure out what brokerage I wanted to be with and and then having to rebuild my brand. And mm-hmm. that was a whole, you know, like I said, if I had not had my blinders on, it probably would have been very, very overwhelming to me, but I was in survival mode, as they say. And I just put my head down and kept going. It's a great story, but it's it's a heartbreaking story also. So Sue, where I wanted to I wanted to actually stop you for just a quick second because 
you talked about Sawyer and I don't want to just let that blow by because I know that was, he was, I mean, that was a huge moment in your life where you had to make some very big decisions about your family and the, your future. And I just want to honor, um, Sawyer for just a second, because I think, um, what a beautiful child. And, um, I want to thank you for telling us the story. And I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to blow by that because that's, it's a really important piece. So, well, thank you. So I appreciate that, that. Absolutely. I just didn't want to blow by. I mean, that's a big deal. Um, and I also think it was really brave of you to make that decision to move so far away, away from your family and to take your kids to a new place. So that was brave and courageous and, you know, totally understandable and really smart because you've landed in a completely different space, um, emotionally and from a business perspective and to start your business from scratch, even though you were a social media and video pioneer had to have been, you know, really difficult. You said there were, you know, everybody in their grocery store would, you know, raise their hands, but you know, what, aside from that, what was it like to be in this new place where the price point was higher, where there were a million other agents where you didn't know anybody, what was that like? You know, like I said, I think that if, if I hadn't been in my bubble of survival mode, um, I, I don't know that I would have, I, I think I would have been more intimidated. I think that that would be the word. Um, yeah. but because I felt like I don't know anyone here, they don't know me. I can be whoever I want to be. Um, you know, I just, I, there, I, there was no previous preconception of who I was, um, so for me, it was just kind of like, well, I'm just going to start putting myself out there. And, you know, one of my good friends, Sonia, she had said to me, she goes, Sue, it's going to be more than one Facebook post. The business isn't going to just knock on your door because you put up one video or one post. She's like, you have to keep going. And, you know, cause it was, it was frustrating because I was like, well, I'm doing everything right. Why am I not getting the business? And, and it, it's hard. I mean, even now, like there, I'm still, you know, I was on a phone call with a client yesterday to list their house. And, you know, he's telling me that like, he's got a good friend that's a real estate agent and he owns a store and there's three other agents that came in here and the agent that sold him the house. And I'm like, good Lord, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> there are agents everywhere here. They're everywhere. And so it, it was, it was very, I think, and I think that that's what gets into our head is that, you think, oh, there's all these agents already doing video or there's all these agents already doing social media. I'm not different. I'm, you know what? You are different and you just have to figure out what it is that you want to do and, and play with it. You know, I, I'm kind of working on a, a new project now. Um, and it's like, I showed it to Josh yesterday and, and he was like, oh, I, I like this. He's like, this is different. He's like, I haven't seen anybody do this before. And he's like, so I'm kind of excited to see what, how this ends up, you know, but I'm tweaking it. I'm like, I'm playing with it more. And I'm like, okay, so you, so you can always be different. Like you can always play and you can expand and you can try different things. But I think a lot of it always comes down to being intimidated. We're intimidated yeah. that there's other people that came before us, that we're intimidated that there's another agent that does more business than us. We're intimidated that you know, someone is, you know, just this most amazing person. And it's like, you, that's in your head. 
That is in your head. You're allowing yourself to be intimidated because you have set up some sort of expect. They're just a person. They've worked yes. hard. They've done what they've needed to do. And you just, you just have to put in your time and energy and effort and, and go in your direction and just the heck with it. You know, I mean, and, and that's the thing is you just, yeah, you know, I've put up TikTok videos and they've told me I needed to get Botox. And you know what the funny part of this is? If I had gotten Botox, what do you think they would tell me then? You've got too much Botox. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're never going to believe your audience. There's always going to be the naysayer. There's always going to be somebody that tells you that could have been better. This could have been that way. And, you know, the one thing with videos right now that I see a lot of everyday agents kind of getting like shying away from doing it is because so many agents are now hiring these professionals to go out and they feel like every video has to be this most amazing viral video that's well shot and well produced and get out of here with that stuff. Okay. That's not the video that sells the house. It's great for your branding. It's great for your client. I get all of that, but there is power in the, the authenticity, often authenticity, the authentic, yeah. the authentic, video, <laughs> right? Like yeah. just, yeah. you know, and, and keeping it short and simple and, and doing you, you know, I mean, yeah. So well, I, I think you bring up, I think you bring up a, a lot of good points. I mean, everybody, I mean, the thing that I'm hearing you say is that everybody has their own special sauce. And so you just have to really dig deep and figure out what that is and what, what it is that makes you different and, and unique within the marketplace um, and, and not allow fear to get in your way. So, so when you started and you brought to Naples your videos and your social marketing skills and your way of doing things, and you said it earlier that, you know, things weren't happening right away. How, where was that moment when things started to turn around and what do you think got you there? Um, well, there was a piece of the puzzle that came into play that, um, really changed things for, for me at that time frame, which was live Facebook live came out. And mm -hmm. again, I was an early adapter to the platform and using that. And so when I started using Facebook live, and then I started incorporating the Gary V idea of be the person that goes around town talking about the town, I started mm -hmm. using that, right? So I was using that component. So then that started to get the attention of um, different um, influencers within within real estate. And so then they started sharing my stuff and it got me in front of more real estate agents. And so then I started connecting with more and more real estate agents. And the more real estate agents I connected with, the more business I started to get because they were referring to me. I love wow. referral agents, right? So uh, that's how I started to grow my business in a, in a, a place that's very saturated with real estate agents, I found my niche, niche, whatever you want to call it. And it's, it's working with other agents and having an agent to agent business. And, and that to me has been the, the way it's come about. So it was that Facebook live that put me out there that I started to do those all over town every Friday at one o'clock, I would go yes, and research I and I would find out like, well, you know, whatever it was that I wanted to know about that. Then I started interviewing local businesses and, you know, and now Facebook live isn't as predominant as it was back then, you know? Yeah. Um, but again, it's, it's trying it like just, okay, yeah. I'm just going to do this. You know, let's that see. That is super, that's so pivotal. And I mean, being an early adopter, I remember those videos used to do. I, I specifically remember one where you were sitting on a lounge chair with your pink hat and I can't even remember who you were talking to. It was one of the earliest ones that you did. And, and here's another really good point that I think people need to take away is that it was the real estate agents 
that saw you and started referring business to you. A lot, one of the questions I get all the time is, why should I be on social media? Mm-hmm. And, and why should I be friends with other real estate agents? And that question awful always baffles me because I think, why wouldn't you? Those people are a point of, you know, great opportunity for referral to you. I mean, that is huge. You absolutely want to get in front of other real estate agents. I think sort of the older mentality is, oh, they're going to steal my secret sauce. And to your point, Sue, no one's going to steal your secret sauce because no one else has your secret sauce except you. This is very true. It is. And you know what? I I will play devil's advocate there for one second in in the sense of like, you know, a lot of everyday agents, they may be asking the question of like, why should I be friends with other agents on social media, meaning in their own town? And yes. in, in that okay. respect, I can understand where they're coming from. Like if they are active competition and you're really not friends with them, I'm just going to put it out there. I, You know what? Then you don't necessarily have to be friends with them. But, you know, when you're talking about your referral network and going to conventions and meeting agents from all over the country with different brands and building your reputation amongst your peers outside of your 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 local market, that's where the power of being friends with other agents on social media comes from. Yes. And you did a road show, right? <laughs> Remember that summer you did oh, the road I haven't show? heard of this one. Let's hear it. I love that. It's just funny because she called it a road show. <laughs> well, it was. Uh, yes, I, I I decided um one summer um to go across the country. Um and I took it was myself, my two kids, and the pink beetle, and we left Josh behind in Naples. And I did a road trip across uh the country up the eastern board, basically, and uh we did, I, it was the pinky tour. And basically I went into a whole bunch of different brokerages and I taught them how to use video as part of their social media business and how to grow their business based on video. Um, and nice. you know, what's interesting is, is at that point, like I was, you know, I was an active agent, but I was not nearly as active as I am now. Right. Like, so I think that in the beginning, when I was first doing these things, it didn't even dawn on me that people might be looking at me going like, well, she sold 10 houses this year, please. Like, what does she know about building her business? And yet now I can sit here and I can say six years later, well, it did. It built my business, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah. And that's amazing that you did that. I mean, where did you even get that idea? I I think it is so amazing. And imagine all of the connections that you made by doing that. I can't even believe it. My head's like want to explode. That's so cool. That's so amazing. It is. Well, and it was, it was, and then I got to Ohio, which was where my family was. So, you know, we got up there, we're visiting with family. And then I flew from there to San Francisco to speak at Inman Connect and, um, and where I was able to talk about video again at Inman. So that again, I was able to connect with more people there. And then, and then I went to San Diego, flew to San Diego, did a class there, went to Vegas, did a class there. And then I finally came home <laughs> after so that. So smart. But it's probably um, one of the smartest no. things you've ever done, right? That's I mean, amazing. How yeah. long were you on the road? Um, it was it was from the end of June to the beginning of August. So it was it was about four or five weeks that you know. And my kids, like they were troopers. They were you know they went along with me. Sometimes they went to the class. Sometimes they stayed at the hotel. Um, you know, but it but it was a great bonding experience for us. We still laugh. We're like, how did we get? 
Sam Riley and the Xbox, because my son couldn't live without his Xbox at that point, are three pieces all in the VW Pink Beetle. Like, I do not know how. (laughs) (laughs) Like, couldn't do it now because my son's like nearly six feet tall. Like, he doesn't even fit in the Beetle anymore, you know? (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, Oh my gosh. So, Sue... The, the one thing, so you know, my parents live in Naples and the one thing I know from spending time down there is that the agents there seem a bit more old school, certainly not as skilled in social media or video as you. So one thing I've always wondered is how did they respond to you when you came into the market? Well, I don't know. I don't know them. <laughs> Um, I would say that I do know that people know who I am. Like, I I do know that, you know, oh, Pinky, I've heard of her. Like, and that to me, after being in a market for a year is pretty significant when there are so many agents that they can say, oh yeah, I've heard of her. Um, That tells me that my marketing worked and that I didn't spend a dollar on it because everything was social media oriented. Like maybe I spent like, you know, a $10 to boost something, but most of it was Facebook lives, interviews being shared across social media all of that. So, you know, again, I didn't like go out and survey them and say, Hey, what do you think of me? Um, you know, I, I didn't really care to be honest with you. Like they're, they're not my business. I mean, I might have to work with them during a transaction, but you know, there's so many agents out here and there's so much business that, you know, you know, I, I, like I said, I just don't, I, I, it's, it's hard. I know it's hard, but you, you do have to kind of just put those blinders on and say, you know what, I got to do me. Um, what I will say it is funny to me now is that six years later, it seems like now they're trying to figure out Facebook and they're trying to figure out how to do a Facebook tour of a home. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people, I'm over on TikTok now. I'm over on Instagram Reels. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, Facebook Live is no longer a thing. Like they want short and sweet. That's what they're after. You know, short inter- entertainment education type videos that they can get in 30 seconds, you know? Yeah. That's Absolutely. so true. It's, it's so, all about changing with the times. And, and that's the thing is you can't get, you cannot get stuck believing in one platform or one thing is always going to give you business because it's not going to, you always have to either evolve or you dissolve, but like you just have to keep going. Did you write that down, Christine? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm going to let you take it from here, Betty. Yeah. So Sue, video obviously has paid off for you. You've built a successful business. Your husband joined you as you had previously mentioned, which I I really need to pick your brain about that. That's a whole nother conversation. Uh, You've become a national influencer in the real estate space. Do you think that would have happened? Do you think you would have delved so deep into video if you did not relocate to Naples? Well, I was already using video. I was already using it. You were, but not to the extent, right, that you are now. No, and I actually think, because that was a smaller town, I think that I really would have done a whole lot. Like, I think it really would have been interesting to see what I would have done with it in the small Mm -hmm. town because nobody else was doing it there, you know, and there, there was nobody doing it here in Naples, but Naples is bigger. Um, and I think that if I had continued doing it there, I, I probably would have been just crazy, you know? Um, right. So, you know, if you're in a small town, don't give me the excuse that you're in a small town because I think that gives you a much bigger opportunity to be honest with you, you know, you get really well known really fast, you know? Mm -hmm. 
So Absolutely. So how do you think uh, the no like trust factor fits in within a video strategy? I think that when you see someone's face, right? Like when you see their eyes looking at the camera and they feel like that you are talking to them, okay? Like I, I'm going to digress here for a second because my background is in broadcast journalism. And I used to I used to sit as a young 20-something on the news desk and people would call in, okay? So I'm in Tampa, I'm sitting on the news desk and people would call in at that point to tell me about the anchor on the desk giving the news. And they would talk and they'd be like, can you tell Kelly I really don't like her her shirt tonight? I think that the one she wore the other night was better. Get out of here. As spooky <laughs> and weird as that sounds. That is how we as people are. Like when we see people in front of the camera every single day, we start to feel like we know them, that we mm-hmm. we like them, that we trust them. And when you do a video about a home, and I do this all the time. In fact, I sold my parents' home a couple months ago. And when I went through and I did the walkthrough of the home, I was very clear not only about the positives of the house, but also the negatives. I would go in and I would point out, okay, I want to show you here in the bathroom that this door needs to be replaced. If you can see, we've had to take it off and put it back on. It needs to be replaced. We're selling the home as is. When you do that, when you point out the negatives in the home, okay, you are also giving that person trust. You are, they are now, oh, wow, they're not just telling me the good stuff. They're telling me the other things I need to be aware of. So you're growing a trust through that video by showcasing that information to them that some agents would maybe gloss over like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, there's a pull pump issue, but you don't need to worry about that. You know, like right, right. give them what they want, the information, the knowledge that you have, and that will grow the trust factor. But, you know, it's just little things. You, you don't think the difference is made, but come on, guys, as as agents, we've been on billboards, we've been on bus benches. Why? We've always had our picture there, right? We've always, mm-hmm. because we wanted to be A, recognized so that when we're walking through the grocery store, we go, oh, hey, I know you. I've seen your, I've seen you at the bus stop every day, you know? <laughs> you know, right. and then you wanted, you wanted the facial recognition, right? Like that, that, that you're an actual person and that they know you and they can like you and they can trust you. And so it's nothing, it's just evolved again. We've evolved from the bus bench to the video. And there are so many different ways that you can incorporate it into your business model that there's really no excuse. Like you don't have to go on and lip sync. You don't have to go on and do, you know, the latest trending dance. You know, I, I, I sometimes do those things, but I, most of the time I can't dance and I can't sing. So I'm not going to do either one of those things, but there are lots of ways to find little videos or longer videos, or I, I mean, even the unbranded video that people should be doing for every house that they're selling. Mm-hmm. Those are powerful videos. That's and I know Betty, you've seen the videos I've done for unbranded, yes. and and they walk you through. I remember, you know, I think your your husband Tony at one point had said to me, he's like, "Wow, these are like really good. You know what you're doing, you know." And that's that's what you want to hear. You know, you yes. want it. You want somebody to say to you, "Yeah," and if they know that you know what you're doing, then you're going to build that like trust foundation. I love what you said about building trust by, you know, also incorporating the negatives about a house or whatever it is that you're talking about, as well as the positives. That's really different. Um, And that's really good advice, I think. And I I mean, I definitely see everything that you do and you absolutely 100% appear to be talking directly to me, which is 
it's, uh, it's, I don't even know. It's yes. It's, (laughs) it's, it's so natural. It's Mm -hmm. so natural. And I mean, I think like you said before, I mean, it definitely comes with like letting go of the fear and just being comfortable within yourself. You have to, you have to do it over and over again. You have to figure out where is the camera, where am I looking, you know, like, because the eye contact, if you're looking at yourself, then people know you're looking at yourself because you're not making eye contact with them. Yes. So you have to look at the camera. You you have to know what you're doing. And that comes from experience of doing it over and over again. Um, Exactly. I I can hear the agent listening saying, oh, so now she's pointing out the negatives. My seller is not going to like that. Okay. So let's talk about that for a second. I say negatives because I'm being very clear, right? You can say negative things in a more positive way. We do this all the time, right? Absolutely. You know, the home is vintage, right? It's vintage. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that's a great way of saying the whole thing needs to be redone, right? Like, so (laughs) think of ways that you can recreate it, but also be very clear. Like if the roof is original, state the roof is original. Don't just, you know, puff it by. That's a big ticket item. And we know that our buyers are going to need to know that. Um, So, you know, just, just be very, you, you can be negative in a positive way. I'm not saying walk in and be like, yeah, this house just stinks straight out of the gate. You know, just be like, your kitchen is crap. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, like, you know, I often say things like, you know, I'm looking for someone with an eye for design, you know, like, are you that, you know, that do it yourself or who's looking for a project? Those are the ways you put a positive spin on something that needs to be redone. Okay. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Love it. So Sue, before we wrap up, we have just a few rapid fire questions. Are you up for it? I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Number one, best subject in school. English. Favorite movie. Back to the future. Nice one. If a movie was made of your life, who would play you? Oh, Oh, that's a hard one. (laughs) My gut says Gwyneth Paltrow, but I don't know why. (laughs) Brilliant. That's brilliant. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Who would you most like to meet, dead or alive? Oh, most like to meet, I think Betty White. (laughs) She is awesome. (laughs) And last rapid fire question. What are you most grateful for? My family. I'm great. I'm grateful that I have been given the opportunity to be their mother and my husband's wife and my brother's sister. And, you know, I'm grateful that I'm getting to have this human experience with them. You seem to be very tight with your family and that's just so beautiful. They are. They are the most important thing in the entire world to me. And I, I think we we get so busy in our lives that we forget that these people were, you know, were given this opportunity to be with them. We don't know what happened before and we don't know what's going to happen after we go. And, you know, we only have this very limited, precious time. And why not enjoy every little second that we can, even if it's a fight over what toppings for the pizza, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a moment. It's a moment to appreciate and say, I'm, I'm grateful for it, you know? Yes. I agree. So one last question, Sue, before we wrap up. If you had one last piece of advice for our listeners, whatever that is, your biggest 
most important piece of advice, what would it be? I'm assuming that we're talking to real estate agents. So my advice (laughs) to you is to remember that you sell homes. You did not sell, you're not, you're not the creator of the earth in which the home stands. Okay. So you're out there, you're selling houses, you're helping people to find their dream home. Don't let that go to your head. Okay. This is, this is our career path and we're blessed to be able to be able to do this for them and to help them through the process. But be humble, be kind. Remember that this is a very stressful situation for them. And to try and be walk through them, walk through the transaction with grace and dignity and keep yourself in a positive place as best you can. I know it's hard. I know it's hard for me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. That's for sure. But everything you're saying is so on point. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. So I think that's a wrap. That was great. Thank you so much, Sue, for joining us. I have to tell you, I am, I mean, I I know you a little bit more than, you know, maybe some of our listeners will, but I I have to tell you, I really am honored that you've uh, joined us today. I know you're busy. You are top in in the field and you have a lot going on. And I, I really am so thankful that you were able to join us. Well, I appreciate you ladies reaching out to me. I'm always happy to chat with my friends and talk about real estate and social media, all these fun, fun topics that people love to hear, right? It is a great topic. So if some of our listeners want to follow you, and I think that they should, they would be silly not to, where can they find you? On Instagram at Pinky Nose Naples. So it's Pinky, P-I- P-I-N-K-Y, Nose, K-N-O-W-S, Naples, N-A-P-L-E-S. Well, if you're enjoying our podcast, please leave us a review and share it with all of your friends. And Pinky, thanks again so much. We appreciate you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Our pleasure. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, we'd love it if you subscribe and leave a review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to Christine or Betty on social media for consideration. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Please join us next time for another insightful conversation on incorporating know, like, and trust into your business.